Waltney, Waltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. We're chatting this morning with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Robin, good morning. Good morning. I've been following you on Facebook posts this week, and I figured you might have had to buy a whole piece, new piece of luggage to haul back all the, <laughs> the trophies and plaques and awards you received. Oh, aren't you sweet? Yeah, it was a really good year. Um, I am so tired. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Vegas, I, I'm too old for Vegas. <laughs> With the time change, and then, you know, they have events... They, they cram this worldwide REMAX conference in, into basically three days. And so there are like dinners with your brokerages and, uh, you know, di- parties at suites with all your realtor friends from across the country and awards night. And so every night it's 12, 1230 when I get up to my room, but that's really 2 a.m. or 2.30. And oh my gosh, in the morning, I'm still bright eyed and bushy tailed at five o'clock. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm tired. So then I came back and of course, Friday was back to back to back to back all day long. So yeah, I'm tired, but I'm here and I'm super high because it was really awesome. I mean, it was just really awesome. We took 10, 10 of our team members with us to the conference and it gives them an opportunity to network and meet agents across the country. But it also was a reason to be all together to celebrate our great year and take the big stage and win the top awards at uh, Remax. And yeah, it was, it was really awesome. What kind of awards did you get this year? Well, they do um, things, they do levels, right? And the very top level, they, their levels are all based on production. Sure. And so the very top level that you can get is um, Pinnacle. And we were awarded that both as a team, and then I was also awarded it as an individual. So, I mean, it's as good as we could have expected, as good as we could have ever hoped for, right? <laughs> yeah. And then we were 140,000... Uh, realtors within the Remax network, and I was in the top fifty. So, wow. yeah, it was pretty big honor, honestly. So it was great. Congratulations, man! Thank you, thank you. It was a great time, and um, you know, I really do look forward to. I've bo- I've just bonded with agents from across the country, and it's so awesome because Rochester is a city where people are leaving. You know, they come for a while and then they leave. And I love when I have a great relationship with my clients and they're leaving and they say, who do you know in Seattle or who do you know in Scottsdale or who do you know in wherever, Dallas, or who do you know in Atlanta? And and I know somebody in all those places because that's what I spend my time and energy doing when I'm at conference is really building relationships with people that I consider to be my referral partners so that when I have customers looking to go somewhere else, I can give them an agent, you know, put them in touch with an agent that I know is going to take just as good a care of them as I did when I helped them buy their house. So it's, it is awesome. It's a really important part of my business. So when you do that networking, what kind of qualities are you looking for in these other agents and realtors? 
Yeah, so obviously I go to certain um, sessions that are only for the the top. They call it the elite agents, so it's only the top, you know, one percent at Remax that get invited to these meetings. And so I meet the top producing agents from across the country. But clearly, that's not the only thing I'm looking for. Yeah, I want to make sure they have experience and have sold houses. But I want people that I feel are going to treat my customers the way I treat my customers. So to me, it's really important that they're just nice, honest people who are going to work hard for their clients. And that's what I look for. That's what I would look for as well. (laughs) And so, and I've been lucky to find a lot of those people. There's a lot of really awesome agents within the Remax network. So, did they do this last year, the big international um, one? Or yeah, is it good question, good question. Um, every single year they do this thing in Vegas. Well, of course, last year Vegas was kind of shut down. There were no big gatherings. Uh, this year we had almost 7,000 agents there, okay? Oh, and keep in, keep in mind there's no mask mandate in Vegas. So, uh, yeah, I was careful when I was in big crowds. I'm like, yeah, I might look a little bit conservative with my mask on. Don't judge me, but I don't want to be sick. Right. Right? I'm the same so, way. Yeah. Well, and you have every right to be because you were just sick and you don't want to take that chance. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, you know, trying to be responsible because I know I'm coming back and I'm going in and out of people's houses and stuff. So just trying to do my part. But anyway, um, certainly not saying I had it on all the time because I would be lying if I said that. But when you get into like the venue where it's the opening session and all 7,000 of us are in one arena, it's like, hmm, I think we'll sit way up here. (laughs) (laughs) Or like the band during the concert night they were all crammed together down on the floor i'm like yeah we're gonna sit way up here and just watch from afar yep but but it was it was great i mean it was absolutely awesome um there were some astonishing statistics that came out and you know of course the hot topic in real estate is is this a bubble are we all in for trouble is there all kinds of foreclosures on the forefront and again nick bailey our ceo assured us that is not the case with his um mind-blowing statistics that 36% of homeowners do not have a mortgage. So that's over one out of three houses are completely paid for, okay? And then 60-something percent have positive equity. Uh, On average, the average homeowner has $185,000 worth of equity in their home. That's crazy number. Yeah, and in the whole country, there's only 2% that have negative equity. So that is not very many. So, and, and probably when they say negative equity, it's, you know, because those are the, probably the ones that have done the cash out refis, right? Oh, yeah. And so, and so they probably could still sell their house and be okay because of the rate houses have gone up every year. So if they wait a year or two, they can probably sell it and be fine. Yeah. In this market, they'd sell it in a day probably. Is it? Exactly. Are you hearing inventory, inventory as well? Or did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, you know, we were, again, we spend time at these roundtables with agents from across the country, and it's everywhere where people are just really low on inventory. But, you know, I think um, Brian Buffini, he's one of the largest real estate coaches in the country with uh, Buffini training. And he said, there's, there's only a shortage of inventory if it's not yours. <laughs> and so, and that's really true. So when I look at it and I look at our Rochester market and the percentage of the inventory that we really do control because of the number of listings that we get, I think that's why we were able to have such a great year. 
So, uh, I, I'm, I just can't get my head around 7,000 agents gathered for this and from all over oh, the world. Oh, yeah, but I didn't, even, I didn't even, I didn't even finish, finishing answering your question. So last year they did do it. They did a micro version of it. They did it in Orlando because in the history of REMAX, they've never not had the conference and they just couldn't bring themselves to not having it. So last year we had, um, I think it was about 1,100 people in person and then everybody else Skyped in. So all the sessions and classes and everything were also um, available on Zoom. The uh, realtors from the far corners of our country that you talked with, are we, I guess I'm trying to figure out what kind of position we're in. Better than most. Okay. We're better than most. Yep. So, I mean... Again, our prices have increased at a pretty hefty rate, you know, 15 to 18% year over year. But when you're talking about places like Scottsdale, Arizona, and Austin, Texas, and places where they're increasing in the 30-something percent year over year, I mean, that those are crazy markets. And those are the places where it seems like everybody wants to move to nowadays, where the warmer and drier weather <laughs> consistent weather you know i think That's a lot it. of people a lot of people are just into consistency and they don't like the change of the seasons i know you do just like i, I do but everybody doesn't and some people and you know what and honestly as i get older i kind of understand it you know i understand like when i'm walking now and i'm actually being careful not to slip on ice i'm thinking man this has to be really difficult for those in their 70s and 80s and 90s you know yes so i i, I mean i i get it but truth of the matter is i still love minnesota and i'll probably be here forever <laughs> but i will spend more and more time in arizona when that time comes that's so funny you sounded like a true minnesotan there you said it with <laughs> resignation <laughs> yep that's just the way it is it's, it's the, way the way it is, is. <laughs> and you know what people are pretty awesome here and and i i looked around in vegas and i'm like this place is too much for me it's just crazy it is a freak show and i feel like it gets worse and worse every every time and now that um it's legal to smoke marijuana it's all you smell everywhere you go I i've heard nauseous. the stories i heard the stories that you, right on the curbs waiting for taxis Ugh. and everything everywhere and it's just like it smells like i'm surrounded by skunks yeah it was <laughs> it was it was it's not my favorite place i got home and i said to my dad he said what was your favorite part and i said my favorite part was getting in the Get airplane home. and getting out of there yeah i mean i loved the conference because again all the the coming together with all my fellow Remax agents and I loved the award ceremony and I loved taking my team on stage and and acknowledge them you know acknowledging all of their hard work because those trophies didn't come without a team effort right oh, and yeah. we didn't we weren't in the top 50 in the nation without the work of the whole team so and then while we were away as if we weren't already having like the best week of our lives we found out that we were voted the kttc fan favorites I saw in that. both categories favorite agent and favorite brokerage which is awesome because we actually work for Remax Results, so we're not the brokerage. <laughs> but I love that people thought that and nominated us that way, so it's awesome. Well, what they're doing is they're connecting you with all of Remax. 
Right. Yeah. So, well, that's and that's a, a pretty thing. nice compliment. It it's is. a pretty nice compliment. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we had a fabulous week and I am so fired up and ready to be back to work and I am so ready for the spring market. And I think that's the my favorite part of conferences. That's exactly what happens. I just wow. get like completely recharged and I come back like the energizer bunny ready to just take on the market. All right. We're going to. Talk some more with a recharged Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results when we come back on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Have you looked around the corner? Spring is right there. Hi, it's Jay Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340. KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. And Robin, you mentioned the spring market and, you know, spring is in the air. For The <laughs> snow is melting and, oh. Yeah, we're into March. That's the thing. We're so, into March. So, so we like three of the seasons, right? <laughs> spring, summer, fall. It's this Well, we like thing. winter when it's over. <laughs> yeah. And maybe the beginning of it when it's new and... You know, I really do love to ice skate. I love to downhill ski, but I didn't do either one this winter. It was, well, yeah, but you're too busy is what it was. And speaking of busy. Busy? Yeah, we had a a spring market starting January. That's the truth. Yeah. But now is our real true spring market. So um, as of yesterday, the 4th of March, I have the updated stats for the Rochester market. Okay. Now keep in mind that in a couple of weeks, we have the residency match. So the residents from around the world, around the country, I guess around the world that are coming to Mayo to do their residency will know when that's going to be. And um, so that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And so then things will get really heated. I got to ask you on an average year, how many of these, how many of these? 200. I think there's about 220. Ah, Okay. Yeah. It's quite a few. It's quite a few. And not that every single one buys a house, but you know, if they can, they do because they understand that why not live here for four years and then sell it and walk away making money instead of doling out four years worth of rent. So in general, they have two months to find a place. Yeah, well, they don't start their residency until June 1st, I think. Okay. So they have a little bit of time once they match, but they know it's going to be a feeding frenzy, so they get busy right away. I bet they do. So we get a lot We get a lot of those calls because what happens is um, they look online for listings, and then a lot of times they reach out directly to the listing agent, and because a lot of times we are the listing agent, they reach out to us. So um, inevitably, even if they're not interested in that listing or that listing happens to be sold, we can often pick them up as a client and help them find something else. So, yeah, it, it does get to be a really busy and fun, exciting time for us. So we're ready and looking forward to it. Now, we just need houses to sell. So if you're out there listening and you want me to sell your house, I'd love to. But, all right, I'll tell you what we've got. We've got 116 active listings right now. And so two of them in Rochester are less than 100,000. There are seven between 100 and 200, and 15 between 200 and 300. Okay. So that, what that means is we only have two dozen houses for sale in Rochester for less than 300,000. That's not a lot. No, it's not. Now, if we're willing, if we're willing to go up to 400,000, then we can double the inventory. Well, not quite double. We have 17 
in that price range. And then 22 between four and 500. But when you start talking four and 500 for a medical resident, that's a lot of money. Um, unless we have maybe two married to each other or a resident married to another professional that's already working, that kind of thing. So it's or not, mom I and mean, dad have deep pockets. or mom and dad can help. Yes. And that happens too, because they realize that it's going to be a good investment. And eventually when they're, you know, on staff, a consultant somewhere, they'll be able to, to pay them back. Right. I've known people so. who have done that. Not even at Mayo, just in college towns where they yeah. purchased a home where they they know that one of their children at least will be going to school there. And, Perhaps two and yeah, we and they did always, that. Yeah, they always we end up that. coming I out mean, on top. Yeah, it makes way more sense than paying rent. You know, it just does. So if you have the ability to do that, I say that's a great thing to do. Well, as we go up in price range, between six hundred and seven hundred, there are twelve more. Between seven and eight hundred, there are eleven. Between eight and nine hundred, there are five. Between nine hundred and a million, there are eight. If you're looking between a million and a million one, you're out of luck because there's zero. And between a million one and a million two, there's one. And between a million two and a million three, there are zero. Between a million three and a million four, there are one. There is one. And this is the thing that gets me. We have six houses available above a million four in the Rochester market. That's three times as many as we have below 100,000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to look at it that way. Exactly. And there are 187 homes currently under contract. And there are 1,014 that have sold and closed in the last six months. So check this out. Absorption rate um, on the inventory on average is 0.7. So what that means, as you well know, is that in one half a month, just a little tiny bit over one half a month, so two weeks and two days, if we don't have listings, we're out of houses to sell. I, so that, yeah. Since we've crazy. been doing this program, that is the shortest period it yeah. has been. Yeah, we are, we, we need inventory. There's no doubt about it. But those numbers with the pending numbers, it tells me as well that these houses, I mean, there's not very many out there at any given moment but they're coming on and off the market fairly regularly. That's exactly what's happening. They get listed. I mean, I kind of have a routine now where if you call me to list your house, we'll get the pictures taken, we'll get the paperwork signed, we'll get everything ready, and then say Monday... We'll put your house out on the market for everybody who's looking for fresh new listings, and we'll put them on as a coming soon status, which means nobody can show it until whatever day I make the coming soon date, and we we go for Friday. And so that gives people Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to find it online in their search, set up an appointment with either me or their agent so that they get on the schedule, and then we do showings you know, Friday and Saturday. And typically we either have it sold Saturday evening or at the latest Sunday. And people say, oh, why don't you wait longer? You could get more offers. Well, yeah, you can. And I'm not sure that's beneficial to anybody because the offers are only going to go so high. Yeah, because The house is only going to appraise so high. I mean, we don't want to get reckless, right? Right. 
And, and so we can only sell to one buyer. And there are things written in that contract that time is of the essence. And that means if you've got five offers in hand that are all at your asking price or above, you really shouldn't be thinking, oh, I should wait one more week and see how many more I can get. Because that's when we start playing games with people and messing with people. And the people that have written offers are often likely to say, pull my offer. I don't even want to play with those people. I don't want to get in the middle of that mess. So, I mean, it's really up to us as listing agents to educate our sellers and explain what the process is going to look like. So I walk them through it before we even hit the market, and I tell them these four days give people a chance. They start scheduling the showings. You've got an idea how many showings you're going to have Friday and Saturday. If you see that you're going to have 25 showings, you know you're just going to want to pack a bag and go to the cities for the weekend or something, you know, because it's just really inconvenient. And then we always set a time. I say, okay, so do you want to... uh, I send the offers the minute I get them. You know, people say, when are you presenting offers? And I, I don't really understand that question because I present them the minute I get them. So as soon as I get an offer, I send it to my sellers and say, here's an offer. And if they say to me, okay, we love it, we want to sign it, then that's their prerogative, right? But if they say, well, let's wait until all 20 of these showings have happened, that's also their prerogative. But if they then turn around and say to me, I'd like to wait one more week and do one more open house, that's when I'd say, oh. that's not that's not the right thing to do. You know, there is there is a statement in here that says time is of an es- is of the essence and it also you signed a listing agreement saying if we get this much you know if somebody wants to comply with our terms we hereby are agreeing to sell our house so you know it's our job to keep it um, professional and keep it done right and you know what I found over the past 20 plus years is if your buyers are happy and your sellers are happy it makes for such a smooth transaction right I can see that completely. We do have to take a quick break. Uh, we will return okay. with a <laughs> recharge from Vegas. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. The Jim Bohannon Show, weeknights at 9 on News Talk with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Now, Robin, the market conditions you described, we're, we're kind of getting used to them. But to me, it really emphasized the point that you made in past programs. You better have somebody really skillful guiding you through this. So especially if you're the buyer, so you can actually present the offer that really, I guess, shines. Yeah, yeah, the one that wins. And that is that is so true. That's like one of the things we sat and talked about in conference when we were in these roundtables, like, you know, what are the tips and the tricks to get your offers accepted in multiple offers? And, you know, is anybody doing anything that somebody else might not know of in another market? And just sharing that idea because, again, it's a problem across the board. Right. And in the end, um, the thing that kept coming up over and over and over and over is experience. You know, it's like my experience uh, with navigating through all different kinds of markets and key thing is my relationship with the other agents in the market. You know, it's so important to have that. I've talked many times about working with a lender that is reputable. You know, when I bring uh, an offer to the table, if I tell them, you know, 
this lender or that lender from this bank or that bank. Everybody knows them. They know they're great. They'll say, oh, that makes me feel so good. Um, you know, the other offer that's on the table has some online bank that I've never heard of. And so those all those details matter. And a lot of times buyers don't know. They just find an online pre-approval and they go for it. And if their agent doesn't tell them this isn't going to put you in the strongest position, then how do they know? Every time I see those commercials on TV... Where yeah. they hold up their smartphone and go, look, I, I think of you. I'm pre-approved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pre-approved. Yeah, good luck winning the offer in multiples with that you one. Know, I'll put yeah. it on the TV and say, hey, that doesn't really Robin work that way. Yeah. <laughs> I know better. I know better. Yeah, so it, it really, I mean, it is, it's definitely a craft. And um, some agents are much more... I'm not even going to say it's all their experience because I know agents that have had a lot of years experience that there are agents that have had a few years of experience that I would put up against them any time. But a lot of agents are just more skilled in the craft than others. It's like any business out there. There's always going to be some that just do it better. So I think it is really important to know that you have an agent that knows their job, knows their um you know, knows the market. That's the other thing. You know, like I've had agents say, oh, my cousin wants to buy a house in Brainerd. Am I allowed to help them there? Well, legally, yes, you're licensed there, but you're not doing them any service by helping them in a market that you are unfamiliar with because A, you're coming in as the outsider and the agents there do not have a relationship with you. They're, they're not concerned about doing a deal with you. And B, you don't know what the tactics are that are winning in their market. So that's why we have this strong, referral network across not only the state but across the country and even in countries outside the world wow yeah and i can see that too because with your experience here in the rochester area you could look at a home in any section of the city and know that what the current comps are for absolutely and not even just the city i can you can take me anywhere in southeast minnesota literally drive me up in front of the house and ask me what the house is worth and i'm going to tell you right now i'm going to (laughs) come really close without looking at anything and i mean i'm i'm proud of that i've sold thousands literally thousands and thousands of houses now i'm going to shift gears here quick we we're going to run out of time of course but Earlier in the show, you mentioned that the, you know the there's only two percent of the homes where they're what what is it, underwater negative equity negative yeah. equity, mm-hmm. and you connected it to this cash out. I guess what refis refis cash yeah refinancing. So what happened? You know, in the past, if people would get equity in their house, they would think like, oh, I've got a surplus of money in my savings. I'm going to take it out. So basically, they would refinance and then take that money out. One thing that I think is going to stop that from happening, unless people are super desperate. You know, like I mentioned earlier. On average, mortgage holders have $185,000 worth of equity in their home. That's a lot of equity. But if they were wise and locked in in the two-point-something percentage you know, within the last few years, they're probably not going to be in any hurry to refinance at 3.75 or 3.99 to get that cash out. So I hope that that will cause them to be more tempted to just leave that equity there, build that wealth. That's what it's there for. That's what it's there for. I always tell people, think of it as your retirement account, right? Your savings account that you can live in. Yes. Well, Robin, 
I guess uh, you rest up after. Rest up. Come on, Andy. Saturday. It's Saturday. I have to work all day. You know that. Plus, it's the spring market. So, yeah, there's not going to be any rest for you. I'm ready. Remember, I'm recharged, refreshed, and ready to go. Right. So, if you need my help, give me a call. My cell phone number is 507 259 4926. We will chat again next week. Sounds great. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Robin. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. News Talk 1340, KROC.